0: world and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing our series entitled Healing is the Children's Bread. Matthew 15:26 says, "But he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs." And as we said yesterday, now the fun begins. The question was, did Jesus actually call this Gentile Canaanite woman of faith a dog? And digging back into the original language, the Greek, we found there are two interesting Greek words that can be translated dog in English, and they have very different meanings. The first is kuon, K-U-O-N. It's a term used of the Gentiles, of those whose moral impurity will exclude them from New Jerusalem. We see this word in Matthew, Philippians, and Revelation. We'll read them again. In Matthew 7:6, it says, Do not give what is holy to the dogs, K-U-O-N. Nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. And then Philippians 3, 2, it says, beware of dogs, the Greek word K-U-O-N, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation, and Revelation twenty two fifteen it says, but outside are dogs, K-U-O-N, and sorcerers, and sexually immoral, and murderers, and idolaters, and whoever loves and practices a lie. However, as we mentioned yesterday, this is not the Greek word Jesus used when he spoke to this woman of faith. He used the word K-U-N-A-R-I-O-N, which means, are you ready, a little dog, a puppy. Well, okay, let's review this story step by step. A Canaanite woman comes to Jesus seeking healing for her daughter, who is severely demon-possessed. She calls him Lord, Son of David. Jesus did not say anything. The disciples advised he send her away. Jesus states his purpose was for the lost sheep, those who are the real children. And the woman began to worship him and asked him for help. Then Jesus tells her a story. The bread is for the real children, not for the little puppy who typically begs at the family dinner table. The woman responds, but even the little puppy gets crumbs from the master's table. And Jesus remarks about her great faith and grants her request instantly. See, Jesus did not berate her. He did not call her an evil worker, a swine, a sorcerer, sexually immoral, a murderer, an idolater, a liar, or a dog. He did not relate to her that she was outside. Rather, he told a story that placed her inside at the master's table with a puppy that was begging for food below. Little dogs, it's two English words— One Greek word, K-U-N-A-R-I-O-N, a little dog, a puppy. The only time this Greek word is used in the New Testament is by Matthew in chapter 15, verses 26 through 27, and by Mark in chapter 7, verses 27 and 28. And guess what? They're both telling the same story. What this means is Jesus, when speaking to this Gentile woman, was talking about little dogs or puppies, not a word used for Gentiles or an immoral and evil people. The moral of the story is, you must know who you are, and you must know who he is. The Greek word she used for Lord is kurios, K-U-R-I-O-S. It means having power, authority, Lord, master, sir, owner emperor or king she called jesus the master so picture yourself at the master's table are you the little puppy under the table waiting for the crumbs or are you the child sitting at the table with the bread on your plate that's how jesus was locating her faith and he commended her as a woman of great faith he saw her as god's child at his table with the plate of bread before her and she agreed This is why she was never offended. Healing is the children's bread, and if you are God's child, the bread is yours. So whose child are you? Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, "O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. So did Jesus actually call this Gentile Canaanite woman of faith a dog? No, he did not call her a dog or even a little puppy. He was simply relating a story to see where her faith was and to see if she believed she was the child sitting at the table. He knew, she knew, but the disciples did not. They wanted to send her away. It's interesting that the story does not tell us what the disciples thought after her daughter was healed. If you do the math, the daughter's healing meant that this Gentile Canaanite woman was a true child, begotten of, or the immediate offspring of, the master, and this was by faith. Remember our definition of the word children? It's the Greek word technon, which means child, and it gives prominent to the fact of birth. It means to beget and to be one's immediate offspring. The children's bread being healing only belongs to the children, technon. But there is something else I want to dig into. It's the words son of David. When this woman addressed Jesus, she called him Lord, son of David. Why did she add son of David and what is its significance? Matthew fifteen twenty-two. And behold, A woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Well, there's another instance of this title given to Jesus, and it's found in Matthew chapter 20, verses 29 through 34. It says, Now as they went out of Jericho, a great multitude followed him. And behold, two blind men sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. Then the multitude warned them that they should be quiet, but they cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, Son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. The blind men said, O Lord, Son of David. This is the same greeting as the woman from Canaan with the demon-possessed daughter. Well, the term, O Lord, Son of David, is significant because it's the title that acknowledges Jesus as the Savior, the Messiah, and God in the flesh. This is huge because according to the religious leaders, it's blasphemy. God in the flesh? This cannot be. How could God be a human descendant of King David? Remember, John 33 says this, The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus addressed this very well when he questioned the Pharisees in Matthew twenty two forty one through 46 While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, What do you think about the Christ, whose son is he? They said to him, The son of David. He said to them, How then does David in the spirit call him Lord, saying, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies a footstool. If David then calls him Lord, how is he his son? And no one was able to answer him a word, nor from that day on did anyone dare question him anymore. Well, the only way this could happen, the only way that David could call him Lord and his son is if God manifested himself in the flesh as a man, and he did. He was standing directly in front of them. They were stunned. Total silence took over. They did not have the answer to this theological question. They didn't want the answer to this theological question. Then they dared not ask him any more questions. The conversations with the Canaanite woman and the two blind men go something like this. The woman speaks, O Lord, son of David. Jesus answered, O woman, great is your faith. Her daughter is immediately delivered. The two blind men speak, O Lord, son of David. Jesus touches their eyes. Immediately they receive their sight. The woman and the demon-possessed daughter and the two blind men sitting by the road acknowledged him as their Lord and, are you ready for this, God in the flesh. Some would call it blasphemy, but all three were healed immediately. You would think the religious leaders would have received a revelation, but no. How could King David call his grandson his Lord and Savior? Well, the only way to explain it, God in the flesh. And there's another truth we see in the second story, that healing is a compassion of God. Yep, compassion. Jesus had compassion. As we discovered, the title for Jesus, Lord, Son of David, is a declaration of the Savior and the Messiah but it also declares him as god in the flesh again doing the simple math since jesus is god in the flesh and compassion moved jesus to heal then it's compassion that moves god to heal so i conclude that healing is a ministry of compassion matthew 14:14 14, 14, and when jesus went out he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick and provision is a ministry of compassion. Matthew fifteen thirty two says, Now Jesus called his disciples to himself and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now continued with me three days and have nothing to eat, and I do not want to send them away hungry lest they faint on the way. And another one, forgiveness is a ministry of compassion. Matthew eighteen twenty seven. Then the master of that servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him the debt. What is compassion? It's great affection and love. Mark chapter 1 verse 41 says, Then Jesus, moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and touched him, and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Are you his child? Well, he is full of and moved with compassion toward you. Compassion in the original Greek is spelled S-P-L-A-N-C-H-N-I-Z-O-M-A-I. It's splanchnizomai. <laughs> Can you say that? Actually, it's pronounced splangnidzamahi. It means to have mercy, to alleviate the consequences of sin or suffering in the lives of others. Well, in review, we have discussed that healing can be physical healing, spiritual healing, mental healing, or emotional deliverance from demonic attack, and even natural healing. If that be the case, then sickness can be physical, spiritual, mental, demonic attack, and natural. But whatever the sickness is, healing is the children's bread. Time's up. Gotta go. See you tomorrow. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langwa. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langwa Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the Media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site.